Morning show back from Washington, back in uh, the great state of Oklahoma. Good to be back. Final week of the regular season for the OU baseball team ahead. NCAA regionals start this weekend for the OU softball team. Western and Eastern Conference finals in the NBA the next two nights. Western tonight, Lakers at Denver, 730 game one. The East tomorrow night, Miami at Boston. NBA draft lottery coming up uh, tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll see if the Thunder indeed have the 12 pick or if fates smile upon them. And they uh, have a ping pong ball taken high. What if they got Wimbenyama? Wouldn't that be something? Hey, by the way, I got to see uh, the kennel on Sunday. I tried to I, go over Saturday. I yeah, saw that. They they uh, were having graduation in there, though, so you weren't able to yeah, like yeah, shoot yeah. hoops or anything like that. No, 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 no. Um, so I did a lot of walking. I, I, I walked all over town. I got some miles in. It was great. Just a beautiful, beautiful town. Lots of great walking and biking paths. And uh, What I would do is it's about a mile. It was almost exactly a mile from our hotel to the stadium. And the river runs between us. And there's all all kinds of ways to get across the river. So I would take off from my hotel. You know, I, I want to get to the stadium about three hours before it starts. So I would take off like five hours before the game. And just go walking. You know, go. let's go see what we can find. Maybe run into a taco stand or whatever. And just see as much of Spokane as I can see. And then I'm going to end up at the stadium. So that's what I did. And Saturday, I got there a little bit like a half hour early because i wanted to go look around the basketball arena which is not far from the baseball stadium but when i got there they're having graduation everybody's in their caps and gowns everybody's taking pictures everywhere i was like well i I can sneak there's gonna be some doors open i can sneak in no metal detectors at every door (laughs) i've got my backpack on with my all my stuff in it and you're only allowed the clear you know it's like at owen field you're only allowed the clear bags and So I couldn't get in. Well, Sunday, graduation's over. I get to the stadium a little bit early again. I was like, maybe I can find an open door. You know, man, it's big. Maybe I can find an open door somewhere. So I'm walking up to the kennel, which is the basketball arena. 
And uh, I hear a voice behind me. It says, uh, can I help you? And I was like, oh, crap. I turn around. I was like, ah, I'm just, you know, I'm with Oklahoma. I do the radio. I was just trying to sneak a peek at your basketball arena. I was going to see if I could find an open door. And he said, uh, well, it's all locked up, but I can let you in. I was like, all right, great. His name was Eric. I don't know exactly what his job was there, but he had keys. <laughs> That's the and, elusive person that you always want to try and find right there. And uh, he let me in. Many a times uh, for some 11 a.m. kickoffs, that's who we're trying to find. Yeah, who's got some keys? Who's got some keys? Who can get us into the stadium right now? Oh, he showed me the kennel, and then he showed me the old kennel, which is right next to it where they used to play before they built the new kennel. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. It's not fancy. Seat's about 8,000. It's it's perfect size. I think the new... um, Baylor Arena that's being built is about seven or eight in Waco. I think that's perfect for basketball, man. I'm. Mean, it's just Texas, Texas uh, new arena. You know they close off the up top for basketball and the lower level seats right around there. It, you want it to be a hard ticket, you know, and then when it, you want it to be loud and full and all that. I think that's one of the problems with the Lloyd Noble Center is it's just too big. Mm-hmm. So. Seven or eight thousand. It's all right on top of you. It's just kind of field housey looking. It's nothing special about it, but it's you know one of the iconic home floors in uh, in college basketball. So, no, all right. Uh, I te- yeah, I, go ahead. I, I thought that uh, Kevin Henry had set up to where Mark Few's going to give you a personal tour of. The, it did not happen. Uh, well, what, what's going on here, Kevin? I Come think on. he was setting that up for his son. Oh. I think that's what oh. he was doing. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot more sense. His son is taking tours of every college <laughs> campus in America already. Breaking news has dropped. The OU-UTA baseball game tonight has been canceled. Uh, I'll read from the press release that uh, just was sent out within the last minute. University of Oklahoma and UT Arlington baseball programs have mutually agreed to cancel Tuesday's game that was scheduled to be played in Norman. Uh, OU will wrap up the 2023 regular season at home this weekend against Oklahoma State in the Bedlam Series, and it goes on to lay out the game times from there. So that's all the info we have is that the game tonight has been canceled. No baseball game tonight against UTA. Um, I think you can probably speculate as to why. I think the weather is supposed to be nice tonight. Mm-hmm. maybe UTA has some issues, maybe neither side could benefit from the game. I don't know exactly. It doesn't list here a reason, but not necessarily surprised. It, The reality of the situation is, now whether this is why they canceled it or not, I can't say 100%. It is a no-win game tonight for Oklahoma, who's very much on the NCAA tournament bubble. Mm-hmm. But... Maybe there are extenuating reasons beyond that uh, that I'm not privy to. But no baseball game tonight in Norman. The Sooners will next play Bedlam on the weekend. So here's how I break down Bedlam, Drake. Tell me if you agree. Cap. OU right now is this morning 38 in the RPI. We're going to see new projections come out tomorrow or Thursday, and uh, last week Baseball America had them in. D1 Baseball had them just out. At that point, I believe OU's RPI was 44 or 45. 
So pretty good chance they're in the field this week. And if not, you know, obviously right there on the bubble. They are squarely a bubble team, maybe slightly in after the sweep at Gonzaga, but it's tight, tight, tight. If OU, well, here's some things to like about them. They're hot. They're one of they're they're one of the hotter teams out there. They're so hot right now. They have a very good strength of schedule, top twenty, and a even better non conference strength of schedule. They have a great road record and a bunch of road wins. Thirteen road wins. Thirteen and ten true road games. That's impressive. And that's something the committee looks at. How well do you play away from home? And OU's been great away from home, especially lately. Um, RPI's gotten to a good point. What am I leaving out on? Uh, they are. They have a nice amount of quad one wins. Now, if TCU would get into the top 50, they'd have two, even two more. They're at 52 right now. But right now they're on nine quad one wins. That's a good amount. Every OSU game would be a quad one win if they could get a win or two or three. So they're going to finish with, you know, a, a very a good, I'm not saying great, a good number of quad one wins. Those are all things to like. The thing not to like, perhaps, is their conference place and record right now, which is they're tied for sixth, and they're 10 and 11 in conference. You, you don't want to finish seventh for sure. Maybe, you know, sixth is iffy, and a losing record in conference is a check against you. So that's kind of where they stand right now in my mind. If they get swept in Bedlam, they're on the wrong side of the bubble, and they're going to have to make a deep run in the NCAA, or in the Big 12 tournament to get in. Maybe, maybe even get to the championship game. You with me so far? I follow you. If they win one game, I think they're pretty much where they are now. One one win over OSU, uh, it will be valuable because of where they are. The two losses aren't going to hurt them that much. I think their RPI is going to be right about the same place. Uh, they're still going to get another quad one win if they win one. They're going to finish with a losing conference record and in sixth or seventh place, so that's not great. But I think they're going to be right about where they are now. They're probably going to need a couple of wins in Arlington to feel good. You with me so far? Yes, yes. If they win two, they win the series. They go into Arlington on the right side of the bubble. They're in the field. Their RPI is going to get a nice boost. They're probably in the low 30s at that point. And might need a win, but might not. Two out of three in Bedlam might be enough. It'll get them to 500 in conference play. They're probably going to finish fifth or sixth at that point. Maybe even higher. RPI is going to be great. There's really nothing not to like about him at that point. 
you hate to ever go 0 and 2, but they might be there already. One win you would think would certainly put them in. You agree with me so far? You with me? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you win one and then win the OSU series, I think that you're pretty much a virtual lock to get into. Like, that would be one of the most surprising scenarios if the selection committee were to leave OU on the outside looking in at that point. If they were to sweep Bedlam, ball game. Yeah. Regardless they are, of what you do in the Big 12, yeah. They are in. Uh, their RPI is in the 20s. I mean, at that point, you go to Arlington saying, could we host? Yeah. If we won this thing, could we host? The RPI would be in the 20s. They'd be red hot. They're, they'd have at least 12 quad one wins, maybe 14 if TCU got up there. Yeah. They would... Uh, uh, Strength of schedule, everything would be through the roof. You'd probably have to win the Big 12 tournament to host, but at least that the conversation turns from, well, we know we're in now. Let's see if we can win this thing and actually and actually host. So that's how I break down the week. Your thoughts? No, I, I think that that's a very thorough breakdown. I think it, I, there's nothing there that I disagree with. And the way I, – I mean, the – if you go into this weekend, you sweep OSU in Norman, then you'll have swept OSU and Texas, won two or three against TCU, um, yet swept by Kansas State, but you are able to seal one against the eventual Big 12 regular season champion in West Virginia in that scenario. Man, there's, there's really no way the committee at that point could keep you out, even if you go into – Arlington and you go to and Q. Now, like you said, but I, I don't know. The thing that the selection committee would have in the top of their brains is what happened last year. Oh, you went and won the Big 12 conference, and then uh, the selection committee did not give them a regional host, and then they went on to play in the championship game series at. Mm -hmm. The College World Series. So, right. is that something to where the selection committee is like, oh, okay, throw yeah, a bone this, this year if this they is get a close. team that you know proved to us last year, proved us wrong. Here you go. You did everything in your power the last ten days of the season to give yourself a regional host. We're going to give it to you. It's within striking distance. Yeah, I mean that's a wide range of things that could happen from here to the end, but that's how much this weekend matters. Uh, now, again, like I said last hour, the hard part of the formula I just laid out for you is beating Oklahoma State. <laughs> Three times, yeah. They are, well, any time. Yeah, beating them they once. Are really, they are really good and hot and an extremely good offense. They, You know, as we get closer to Thursday, we'll talk more about, you know, pitching matchups and things like that. The pitching has been you know, hot and cold for them this year. But that lineup is great. Mm -hmm. And so beating them at all is going to be difficult. But I'm just saying there's, these are the different scenarios by which. Yeah. Now let me mention one more thing before we go to break about tonight's game. Tonight's game's been canceled. We're speculating as to why. It is also worth mentioning that from the UTA perspective, 
they also probably aren't crazy about weren't crazy about playing this game tonight. UTA, uh, I think, needs to win their series this weekend to get into their conference tournament. They've got a very important conference series coming up this weekend, like Oklahoma does. So maybe both teams, because I don't think weather's an issue, unless there's some sort of mechanical problem or something with travel. I think both teams probably looked at this and said, hey, not a lot of value in tonight for either of us. Be much better if we all had arrested pitching going into Thursday. You got an important series. We got an important series. Clay Van Hook used to coach here. Everybody's on good terms. And they just said, eh, we'll catch you next year. Now, again, I'm speculating, Drake. Yeah, and then there's also the hindsight of how much of a taxing travel back to Oklahoma it turned out to be from Gonzaga as well. Well, it was, yeah, I mean, it was planned. I mean, yeah. that, I mean it, the but, travel was I mean, planned, but it was It's still... different going, I mean, yes, it was planned and you knew it, but whenever you actually go through, I mean, there's plenty of times whenever, even if it's just a vacation, like you have a return date and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll get back to work the next day. It doesn't really matter. TJ had this. It, they were supposed to get back tonight at midnight. Tonight at midnight, mm-hmm. and TJ was going to do the show tomorrow morning, and they yesterday decided, you know what, that's probably not the best idea for any of us, to, for Bronx to go back to school, mm-hmm. uh, us getting back at midnight, uh, Katie going back to work the next day, all those things. It's the benefit of like actually being in the moment and actually realizing, oh, yeah, uh, you know what, this was a lot more than what we anticipated um, and like you said, we've got a series that's going to be Thursday through Saturday. Let's go ahead and know. just save yeah. our pitching for all that. I think that is, I think that is, uh, well said by you. I think the the fact that they got the sweep also yeah. factors yeah, in. Yeah, like yeah, they, they went and got their work done in Gonzaga and they're like, all right, we're in a good spot now. UTA, even if UTA comes and wins tonight in Norman, they're not going to be an at-large team. I mean, it gives them a. RPI boost or whatever, but they have no shot at being an at-large team. All that matters for UTA is winning their conference tournament, and they can't win it unless they get in it. And they got to, as I understand it, win the series this weekend to get in it. So I think everybody just kind of did the math here and looked at each other and said, be better for both of us just to punt this thing. So, again, we're, we're speculating on a radio show. I don't know what, what – exactly 100% the reasoning is, but no game tonight in Norman, O-U-U-T-A. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Sarah, the T-Row in the Morning Show with A1 and McGriddle with you today. Turkey bacon en route back to Oklahoma. Should be back tomorrow. Uh, this hour is brought to you by the great people at RK Black here on The Ref. we got lots of D.C. stories coming up tomorrow. Woo! I, I bet so. I bet so. bet he probably got in a fight with a bunch of people up there in D.C. I'm coming to studio. I've missed him so much. I want to oh, see him yeah. That's the reason tomorrow. why, huh? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. He will be so pleased to hear if you haven't told him already he loves that it when I come to studio. Well, also that his first day back that you will not be doing a golfer giveaway because that is one of his least favorite days, as you know. Yeah, so he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, this hour of the T Row, I think the you should show. come in and help him on golfer giveaway day. Uh, I'm no, no. What am I going to do? Answer the phone? No, thank Man, you. Well, somebody needs to because I still need a co host. Somebody needs to answer the phones. Okay. Well, uh, uh one of you, you could be the co host. Yeah. I don't care. Sure, sure. Uh, RK Black, they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show here on The Ref. They've been in business over 70 years now, and they are a leading provider in office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas as well. So if you're listening in the, where are they, the Sunflower State? If you're listening in the Sunflower State on the KREF yeah, app, RK Black, they can help your business as well with technology solutions. Visit them at rkblack.com or Give them a call at 405-943-9800 today. Ken Uppelmeyer, Chevrolet, text line, Rome and Shawnee. He sent this one in before you made the announcement on UTA, so I'll have to amend it a little bit. But good morning, fellas. Toby with the win tonight against UTA. That game's been canceled, but you get to the 30-win mark. What's your gut feeling about this coming weekend against Okie State? Do you think we go take the series or are able to salvage a game. I know if we only win one game, it puts us two games. That would put put you, yeah, two games over 500 in conference play. Would that mean uh, you need to win at least two games in Arlington or just one? Thanks. See you I believe I've party. answered yeah, this Yeah, you question. answered all of that. Yeah. yeah. I believe I've, I've gone through the scenarios as I see But what's them. your – okay, so what's um, your gut feeling on how the series goes this week? I think it's a very – scenarios. Yeah, I think it's a very even matchup, especially being played in Norman. Now, OSU whacked them pretty good up at their place. I think it was 19-8 to or something. The lineup is scary. I mean, Rock Regio's phenomenal. Uh, the, the freshman Schubert is really hot right now and having a great season. Um, they can hit. I think OU, you know, Jerron Watts-Brown is their Friday night guy, or Thursday night this week, and is electric, but he's also been, like, wild this year at times. And I don't know, he's been inconsistent. So he's capable of dominating a game, but I don't know exactly what to get there. Two-starter is a guy we're very familiar with. Ben Abram uh, has been... They're Saturday guy, so we could have an Abram-Carmichael matchup. How about that on Friday night? You could have a matchup of two former Tuesday night OU starters, Woo! Ben Abram and Braden Carmichael. So their pitching has not been as good as it as it has been. Um, OU's hot. OU's really hitting it right now, too. The OU rotation, I don't think, scares anybody, but, man, they've been solid, you know? They just keep winning games. Carmichael and Hit are now a combined 11-0 on the year. Doubt it was better this week. I'm not – I'm just – I think it's pretty even. Now, OU's at home, so I think probably you give them the edge. Hopefully it'll be a really raucous – environment at Mitchell Park. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Cowboy fans that show up too. Um, but slight edge OU because they're the home team, but pretty much every day is going to be a, a coin flip. 
Which, I mean, going up against that good of a team is all you can ask for whenever you are trying to work yourself into the yeah. tournament. So, uh, It'll be similar to the TCU and Texas Tech series where, mm-hmm. you know, they beat TCU two out of three, lost to Tech two out of three. Both of those were here. So, yeah, any game you get will be valuable. And if they win the series, they are really sitting pretty. Next up. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I bet it was an aggregator that stole the OU unis in uh, the Spokane area. Hashtag now, Spike was mean? safe. I, I don't what know. What does that mean? I don't know. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> OU Architect wants to know if you could have, uh, if he would have asked, would you have picked him up some recreational up there in uh, Washington while you're there since he got no. uh, Coach T. <laughs> a t-shirt uh coach t says love you toby more golf balls for you uh so that means uh you're probably gonna have to owe him a little bit more too so that's a (laughs) that's a win-lose situation for you thank you coach t uh talking about the dog uh drunk driving story earlier uh why can't the drive uh the dog just drive himself home after the owner gets taken off to uh the drunk Uh, tank i see what you did there Uh uh-huh uh, it just broke down the Bedlam series. Uh, I'm betting Texas fans didn't bat an eye last year whenever their baseball team got a regional over OU, especially when it was announced during a game. OU was beating Texas again. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, feeling sorry for Texas and the softball regionals. Right. Um, and on the uh, judge front toby and drake aaron boone uh just got thrown out of the game for arguing a bad strike call uh he is six seven and a called strike three inches under his knee and pitcher uh shouldn't throw the ball belt high okay thank you for somebody out of the uh, steinbrenner family for texting in on that one uh, what's Curtis the B. what's the point of this it's saying that there's no way that aaron judge was cheating that is not what he does that's not what the yankees are meanwhile hmm. somebody says uh the yankees were uh, the Astros before the Astros were the Astros. So, so, but, but, but Mike, I don't think I'm not saying he was cheating. I just want to know what he was doing. I, I, I don't know. Was he looking at to see if Aaron Boone was going to come out of the dugout again or what? I, I don't know. Was he was he startled multiple times during that at bat by a fan in the front row? Like what? Like what was he doing? Was if he wasn't checking where the catcher was and there wasn't someone? What was he doing? I'm not saying he was cheating. Yeah. Like I said before, every Aaron Judge at bat is televised. Tight shots on him all the time. If this was a habitual thing, we would have seen it before mm-hmm. now. So I think it was probably that at bat, but, like, what was going on? Well, and know. people have their heads on a swivel now, too, listen for trash cans and stuff like that after the Astros stuff. So, yeah. um, Jim and Arlington, Toby, you were fabul- fabul- bleh, fabulous, as always, this weekend. Thank you. Uh, doing my best porky the pig uh impersonation there i had to battle through sharing a booth with the television yeah that's uh what it says here even though the other broadcast crew told you from the beginning to shh no worries we got headphones well (laughs) what was their tune by the second game uh yeah how about the 19 to 12 that was game two four hours and 10 minutes oh man that was brutal or not brutal we won but it was long um the TV guys were great all weekend. Very nice. No problems working with them. I think they were laughing about it on Sunday because several of the the, the calls, my 
screaming bled through into the TV microphones. When, I, this is what I worried about. When OU did something good, the, the Gonzaga TV guys were not going to excitedly say, there's a three-run home run for Anthony McKenzie. But I certainly was. And so you could hear me coming through their TV broadcast, and several people sent me clips this weekend laughing about it. But I never, I'd never heard them through our broadcast. Maybe somebody else did. So I, it wasn't an issue other than the fact it was uncomfortable. I don't want to do it again, but it was fine. The guys were very nice. It didn't interfere with anything we were trying to do. It was just awkward. That's all. All right, we need a break. 8.35 in the morning. Um, we'll get back to some more of your texts coming up. Chris Plank joining us in about 15 minutes. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, uh, Drake, I looked it up. The um, WAC Baseball Tournament is an eight-team tournament. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 10, 11, 12. There are 13 teams in the WAC that play baseball. Eight, The top eight make it to the postseason. UTA is in seventh place. And their final series this weekend is against Utah Valley, who's in third place. So it is a, it's a tough series. So to, to solidify their spot, to make sure they get in, looks to me like they need a win this weekend over Utah Valley. So... I, I would, uh, without knowing all the details, I would say mutual interest, which is kind of what they said on the press release, right? Mutual decision. I was like, hey, this game uh, can only hurt both of us probably. The conference series for both of us is what it's really all about this week. Let's just shake hands and we'll see you next year. Probably helps that it's Clay Van Hook too. Maybe not. Probably doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. Skip gets along with everybody pretty well for the most part. But uh, anyway, that's the occasion. If you haven't heard yet, no UTA game tonight at Mitchell Park. Bedlam game one will be Thursday at 6.30. Game two, Friday at 6.30. Game three, Saturday at 4. Draker, I would like to send out a uh, get well soon to our buddy George Frazier who is under the weather and will not be able to join us for the broadcast this week. Uh, George, I know you listen to the show from time to time. I don't know if you're listening this morning or not, but uh, that's our loss. We're going to miss you, buddy, and I hope you get well very soon. So we're uh, we're going to mix things up on Thursday night, Drake. Chad McKee and I will call the game together. Oh, on a simulcast. First time ever. How about this? Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to alternate pitches. Okay. I will call play-by-play for the first pitch of the game. Uh-huh. He'll get the second, so forth and so on. Or he can have the first. I'll take the second. I don't care. But we'll each do play-by-play alternating pitches throughout the nine innings. That's the plan. That sounds messy. 
No, that's not how every we're other. Uh, so you're probably are you going to alternate innings, half innings? Is that where you? I think do? the plan is I'm going to take uh, the first three and the last three, and okay. Chad's going to take the middle three innings. I what think that's where a lot of base yeah. like major league broadcast yeah. crews do. Yeah. So it's not that abnormal, right? Friday night, Chad and Blake Brewster will be on your television, and then Saturday it'll be me and Blake on a simulcast. So there's your bedlam. Well, three different broadcast crews. I mean, it'll be, you know, just mix it up every day. Yeah. So. Mixing it up, chopping it up. Chopping it up is what we're doing, uh, but it'll be fun. Very much looking forward to the weekend. Any text that you want to get to that we didn't before we run out of time today? Oh, let's see. Uh, we've got a humble brag here from Alan here on the Wire Chevrolet text line. Good morning from the Danube River north of Budapest. I'm I believe bite. it's the Danube. I don't want to constantly Danube. be correcting you yeah. on pronunciations, nah, Drake. For a man that's traveled as much as you have, yeah. I apologize for yeah. that. I believe it's the Danube. Yeah. Uh, and it's Budapest, not Budapest. Uh, Kendall complaining that we've talked as much baseball as we have. Boo! No baseball. Thanks, Kendall. Right, Kendall. Yeah, yeah. Find a different it, show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we've got a positive. Uh, we've got a review, I should say, of the Amazon Prime movie Air. Watched uh-huh. it last night. Great movie, but way too much fussy. Uh, don't let your kids watch it, is what it says, basically. So uh, the decision that T.J. Perry made, uh, definitely uh, questionable at best. So I didn't know this. It's on Amazon Prime now? I guess. I didn't realize it either. So I was actually uh, going to try to look and see if it was still in the theaters this weekend. So that makes it easier. Um, mm. And one more here on the Knuffelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Is Coach V going to have a ladies' clinic this summer? Yeah. Yeah, they've been advertising it, right? Have they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll see if I can find deets for you. Okay. Uh, but absolutely yeah, he is. Blank yesterday was talking about he had heard it was happening, but he hadn't seen anything as far as publicized or anything like that. But Blank hosted it last year. Correct. He emceed it. Correct. So he should know. It happened uh, during go, the College World Series, right? Um, something. No? No. Was it during uh, your vacation then? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Plank's, Plank's shaking his head, yes. So. Uh, Plank, am I wrong? Didn't they announce that it was happening again this year? I believe I saw... I haven't seen any promotion for it yet. Uh, and I think I got... I haven't. But then again, though, too, I, I'm i trying to get out of this social media world. So maybe go. it's... There uh, really? Yeah, maybe it's been a what little What do you bit. mean by that? Are you... Have you untwittered? No, no, no. I just mean not living there, right? In other words, when the show is over, you know, just not... Shutting off. Right, shutting off until the next show. And so there'll be some things that fall through the crack. But if I remember... I swear it was that in, I saw it was in Eddie like, Radosevich June. tweeted that his mom was going to do it this year or something like that. Yeah, they, That's what the dates out there, they had sent out a... Um, like a Brent Venables football camp, and I think it was included in the camps... That were on there, just kind of okay. the dates of things. So, I I just remember last year it was during one of your vacations, which is the only reason I got to do it. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. One of my vacations. Uh, the, no, your only vacation last I'm trying summer. Trying to remember, I probably you're probably right. I can't remember what last summer was. 
You were a long not. Time ago. It was like a year ago now. You know. You weren't at the. Uh, it was after the World Montana? Series. Montana. Montana. It was the yeah, Montana. It trip. was Montana yeah. last year. Yeah, because year before yeah. was Zion. We don't need to. We don't need to go over all my vacations. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and and let's make sure you get that extra rest in case you get home late on the night <laughs> when you get back. That's Jeez, right, Drake. My gosh, it's so soft around here. Make them get into work. It's a vacation they're coming back from. My goodness. Oh, 48. Uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was go just going to say we're next. <laughs> yeah, Chris is coming up next. Stay with us. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, time for the crossover. We welcome in now Chris Plank, who, once again, very appreciative, helped out yesterday on the show. How'd it go yesterday, Chris? Well, uh, we let BFC call in, so we almost got canceled. But oh, it was boy. a good day. It was a good day, oh, man. Boy. It was a good day. We had a lot of fun. There's a lot of Did drama. you block anybody on Twitter? No. No, I didn't block anybody on Twitter. We had a little conversation about John Morant, which, you know, the the, the world of – uh, the world of social media played out with one one text. Oh, don't talk about stuff you don't know anything about. And the very next one was like, that's a really good point. Appreciate that. So, yeah, I think we did. A, we gave him some characters. We gave him good. some characters that's is good. a way well, to put uh, it. Thank you very much for getting up early. I appreciate it. It made for a weird day, though I'm not going to lie. It's uh, whenever, you know, you kind of have a routine of 9 to noon and then you're done at 9 a.m. It's like, I went for a walk. What do I do? <laughs> I, I, I kind of walked. I walked around a little bit, kind of looked now at the dogs for a do? while. My <laughs> wife was mad that I was there because she has her. She's like, it's 9 to noon. You're gone. This is my time. So right. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. And we had I, we talked a lot of softball. So there was there's still a lot of fallout from the selection committee and kind of yeah, the decisions they made. Give me, give me what made. I'm supposed to know there. What, what's the controversy here? Well, there's, uh, it, it, it depends. I mean, if you just take the selection committee at their word, then they got it all right. But if you dig a little deeper, you know, Alabama, a team that finished fifth in the SEC, has no business being a top eight seed, especially number five. And I'll fight for Oklahoma State. And they're down a pitcher, right? And Montana Fouts is, you know, we don't know what her injury situation is. Uh, and then you add to it, you got Oklahoma State, who just absolutely cratered near the end of the season. Their best pitcher isn't throwing well. And uh, they're they're right there, too, in the top eight. So uh, one through four, those were the four best teams in softball uh, all season long. Five through 15, 16 is about as confused as I've ever been with the process. And I read this. You ever read something and you get about halfway through it and you just throw it up in the air and you're like, I'm done. This, this makes no yep. sense. That, that's mm-hmm. pretty much what I was doing with the selection committee chair because – for instance, they're like, and Alabama's got a win over Tennessee, and they beat Auburn. And I'm like, they also lost that series. You know, they're they're giving them credit. It's like, you know, they beat them, but then they also, T-Row, they went one and two on the weekend. Saying Like, every game that they gave Alabama credit for winning during conference play, they had lost the series outside of LSU. So I'm just, my mind, I have no idea what matters. Then they're like, top ten wins. Well, what, what ranking are you using of the – 
86 rankings we have in Diamond Sports, right? I mean, D1 Softball's got a ranking, and Extra Innings has a ranking, and In the Circle has a ranking, and the, the FCA has – I mean, it's just crazy how many rankings we have. And it's like, oh, they use RPI and adjusted RPI. It's like, well, what's adjusted RPI? You know, it's just right. – I feel like they're kind of making things up along the way, and it, I've just accepted that it's status quo. So the big controversy is, A um, – Oklahoma State being a top eight, Alabama being a top eight, and Stanford, who, by the way, Toby, is number four in the RPI, number four in the RPI, uh, just outside of the top eight. It doesn't make any sense. What uh, about OU's draw? I like it. Um, fine? You know, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, some people are mad because they'll look at, say, what Alabama got, and they see a bunch of mid-major teams. They see Central Arkansas there, and they see Charlotte there, but – I'd much rather face Missouri and uh, who else, Cal, than dealing with Central Arkansas or Wichita State or Charlotte. Um, those teams are scrappy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 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 good, and you know, Cal's good. Cal run ruled UCLA this year, but I'd much rather take my chances against Cal and Missouri than have to worry about some of these mid major teams. They're both good. Missouri's got good wins this year. Cal's got good wins this year. I'm not trying to sleep on Hofstra, but I mean, if this is the team that we feel like they are and and, and know they are, then they're going to go out and take care of business this week, and regardless of who's here. But I don't mind it too much. It's it's not easy, but it's not the most damning thing we've ever seen. Four o'clock Friday, right? Game right. one, three forty-five right, pregame show. Chris, have a great show today. Toby, have a great rest of your day, man. Appreciate thank it. You, thank you, thank no, you. Remember, no baseball game tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great. Tuesday, everybody. Drake, thanks for your help, buddy. Have a good one. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.